Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Top of the news today, the Oregon Supreme Court says no to a possible candidate's bid for governor. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says he just wasn't a state resident long enough. Nicholas Kristoff spent much of his life in New York. He came back to Oregon with the intent to run for governor. He was a bit rattled when he got the news about the court's decision. Look, uh, it was not an optimal moment. I was disappointed. I got a phone call. Um, But this is not about me. I'm going to be just fine. I'm going to be fine. Secretary of State Shamia Fagan was adamant about the three-year residency rule from the start. As noted in the court's decision today, the elections division correctly emphasized that it's not their role to determine whether any candidate is sufficiently Oregonian or to examine the depth or sincerity of a candidate's emotional connection to Oregon. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Well, meanwhile, Washington Governor Jay Inslee today announces the end of the state's indoor mask mandate. KXL's Grant Mackill has the latest. That date is March 21st, and that includes for schools. Now, there are some places where masks still will be required in healthcare settings, in outpatient, dental, long-term care, and correctional facilities. Obviously, that makes sense because these are places where people are very close together and have a lot of vulnerable people who are associated with healthcare delivery uh, systems. The governor also says starting March 1st, vaccine verification or proof of a negative test will no longer be required at large events. And we think this is both good for our health and our education of our children and the total reopening of our economy. Grant McHill, FM News 101. In a letter sent to families, Portland public schools officials are saying the district will begin making masks optional for outdoor areas on March the 1st. Also, the district says school dances, field trips, and other in-person events will resume on that date. However, the district has not yet made a decision on indoor masks. School districts will begin to have the power to make that decision on March 31st. It's 4.05 on FM News 101 KXL. A man who was brutally beaten last Sunday has now died. 46-year-old James Weiss, who went by the name Tony, was found unconscious near Northwest 3rd in Gleason. He was taken to the hospital with serious injuries, but he died later. There's no word on any possible suspects in this case. This is Portland's 14th reported homicide, though, of the year. All right, relish in the moment. Dylan the Pickle has been found. KXL's Jim Ferretti has the dill tells. Standing in front of the Southeast Portland Voodoo Donuts, the Portland Pickles team officials made the announcement. I'm happy to announce, thrilled to announce, the Dylan T. Pickle was recovered. The team says the man who does not want to be named saw some boys playing with a large duffel bag on a TriMet bus. He went to check and see what it was, realized it was the it was the Portland Pickle, um, and knew that we had an affiliation and partnership with Voodoo Donuts, so 
um, came and dropped it off here. They tell us Dylan has some minor wear and tear. We can just put him back into the jar to replenish, you know, his powers. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. Hey, more tickets to the previously sold-out World Athletics Championships in Eugene this summer are now on sale again. The event will be the first time in history the global event will be held in the United States. More than 2,000 athletes from 200 countries will compete at Hayward Field. That'll be from July 15th through the 24th. While some states, like Mississippi and Florida, for example, are considering seriously limiting abortions, a clinic in Washington state is now offering telemedicine abortion services. KXL's Veronica Carter explains. 25 states are now mailing the abortion pill out, then allowing women to check in with a doctor remotely after they take it. Cedar River Clinics operates in several Washington cities, and Dr. Deborah Oyer says it's especially important to people who live in rural areas. It allows somebody to be in more control in every way. They're in control of their time. They're in control of who knows. They're in control of where they pick up their medications. You know, my goal always has been to have more patient-centered care even before that was a thing. Oyer says she's seen a 79% increase in medication abortions since the clinics added telemedicine during the COVID-19 crisis. In Washington, state-regulated health insurance like Medicaid is required to cover abortions. Veronica Carter, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News, where it's 410 FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, a California man sharing a a story of survival in really cold ocean water. And I just started swimming as hard as I could. And he says he owes his life in part to an unusual kind of savior. Then it's the five things you need to know today. That's at 419. The U.S. Secretary of State going to the U.N. Without provocation or justification, Russia has amassed more than 150,000 troops around Ukraine's borders. Find out where that story lands on the countdown. And stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. This is Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance here on FM News 101. Hey, uh, Jeff, there was this guy who uh, found himself stranded in the ocean, miles off the California coast. Is that right? Yeah, he says uh, he owes his life to an unlikely savior. The sea urchin diver by the name of Scott Thompson, he ended up treading water in the Santa Barbara Channel. He had no land in sight. This after he fell out of his boat while the motor was still running. Guy's only in a T-shirt and some shorts. And he tells KABC-TV he thought he was spending his final moments on Earth as he watched that boat pull away. I'm like, oh, no. That was when I realized, like, great, this is how I'm going to die. Yeah, I was like, what? I wasn't thinking about sharks or anything like that until I hear this splash. It's just this little harbor seal. The seal would go underwater and nudged me like a dog nudges your leg. Did it know, like, hey, this human's in trouble. Keep going, dude. Well, anyway, Thompson ended up swimming about five miles until he came to an offshore oil rig. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, and the crew pulled him out of the water. They got him to the hospital. He was suffering from hypothermia. But he says if it hadn't been for that seal, he might have given up early on. It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate. Luxury service and exceptional results. Mayton Real Estate. Number five. The Dallas Cowboys organization won't be investigated by the NFL for settling a lawsuit with four ex-cheerleaders. 
The Dallas Morning News says, according to the NFL, an investigation into the claims that the former a former team executive filmed the cheerleaders undressing was handled at the team level. ESPN reports the Cowboys also paid over $2 million to those cheerleaders in 2016 in order to settle that matter. Number four. A lawyer who's being charged in the investigation of the origins of the 2016 Russia probe wants the special charge against him dropped. In a court filing, Michael Sussman called the criminal charge by special counsel John Durham a case of overreach. Sussman is charged with making false statements to the FBI about a possible connection between the Trump organization and Russia. Number three. Companies that exploit the ongoing supply chain issues may face prosecution by the U.S. Justice Department. The DOJ has launched an initiative specifically looking for companies colluding with competitors to fix prices or wages. And the DOJ Antitrust Division is also working with several other countries. Number two. The world World Health Organization says COVID cases and deaths are likely being undercounted. They now claim a drop in testing may explain that drop in cases. WHO officials insist far too many deaths are still occurring given the tools that we have to fight the virus. Number one. A U.S. diplomat is being expelled from Russia amid growing tensions with Ukraine that the Secretary of State in the U.S. says have reached a moment of peril. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken rejecting Russian claims of drawing down troops, and he says an invasion is likely. The basic principles that sustain peace and security, principles that were enshrined in the wake of two world wars and a cold war, are under threat. And those are the five things that you need to know today.